and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Georgia and as always, I am your host. Now, this is pretty cool. Today's episode is sponsored by one of my favorite brands, Mugu, and they have kindly given me a brilliant discount code to share with my Balance Ballerinas community. If you follow me on Instagram, You will have seen that I have been raving about Mugu products, which I have personally used for many years. So when they contacted me to be a brand partner, I was like, duh, easy decision because I've already been using their products for years. Recently, though, I really discovered and fallen in love with their three step face skincare. I've been using their gentle foaming face cleanser the vitamin C brightening active serum and the hydrating renewal face cream, really incorporating these into my daily routine. So the gentle foaming face cleanser is designed to dissolve dirt, makeup and really wash away dead skin cells, which as a ballet teacher, it's really important because my face by the end of the day after sweating my makeup half off, it's really important to cleanse my face before going to bed and it's super gentle on my skin. Now, the vitamin C brightening serum targets pigmentation and sun damage, and the team at Mugu have ensured that their vitamin C uses a less irritating formula for sensitive skin. It's really great if you've tried vitamin C serums in the past and found them too harsh, like I have. This one's just perfect. Then there's the hydrating face cream, which is just so lightweight, which I don't usually like lightweight moisturizers, but this one's really great. It's incredibly absorbent and really just nourishing and replenishing my skin as a super indulgent final step. But most of all, as with all Mugu products, they're ideal for sensitive skin using only the best, most natural ingredients possible. So very BB approved, very balanced ballerinas approved, and I highly recommend trying Mugu's simple, straightforward face range for yourself. And if you head to mugu.com.au now, you can also use my discount code Georgia15 for 15% off any Mugu's wonderful products online. Just a quick little disclaimer, discount code ends on the 1st of the 6th 2023 and please make sure to complete a patch test when using products for the first time. Thank you so much to Mugu for making this episode of the Balanced Ballerinas podcast possible. So as you would have seen from the podcast title, show yourself some love with a realistic self-care routine. Um, today's episode has a bit of a theme of love and that is because next week it's Valentine's Day. So when this episode drops, it'll be Thursday the 9th, Valentine's Day is Tuesday the 14th and um, so yeah, I wanted this episode to really just be a little celebration of a day that I actually really enjoy and I know that people can be quite cynical about Valentine's Day but even when I've been single... Valentine's Day has always felt really lovely and really special and I've celebrated it with friends or I've just told my family, you know, how much I love them, give them some chocolates and and I think that probably all comes down to and I've spoken about this on the podcast before, I'm pretty sure, that on Valentine's Day my mum has always made it really special and when we were little she used to put some chocolates in our lunch boxes or a little love note and even to this day sometimes I arrive with a little 
uh, Valentine's gift on my desk at work from mum, even in my 30s. So I think, you know, you can be cynical about Valentine's Day or you can shift that mindset and you can just be like, you know what, this is a fabulous day to celebrate love. So you can tell your dog, your cat, how much you love them and give them a little treat. Yes. So today I wanted to say happy early Valentine's Day today and every day self-love and self-care should be your priority. So I thought, what can we talk about in regards to love, that, that, you know, sort of topic? And I thought, well, really the most important thing to talk about here is self-love and how we can express that through, you know, a word that's probably used, overused a lot, which is self-care. But I get asked all the time about how to increase energy levels, you know, when they're low and motivation is lacking. And really taking a few steps towards self-care can help you get back on track to feeling more energized. It can be really difficult to stay energized when everyday life takes over. Trying to balance work and family and self-care can be a real challenge, but self-care doesn't have to mean expensive spa treatments or lavish vacations. And I really want to, you know, Um, drill that point home today in today's episode because there are more realistic self-care routines that can help you combat low energy and really just keep you going and so during the month of February the month of love um, I'm going to challenge you I want you to cherish yourself the way that you cherish and love those closest to you so what we're going to do is we're going to talk through five Um, self-care routines that you can realistically fit into your day and just some you know things to think about these are some things that I swear by now number one you're all gonna laugh at this get enough sleep it is so simple and the reason you're probably all laughing is because you're like haha Georgia you wait until your baby is born and uh, you tell me you know to get enough sleep I am fully aware of this, guys. I completely understand. And we are going to talk about, in a second, seasons of life and honoring those seasons that we're in. And the current season that I'm in is all about self-care and looking after myself and this little baby in my tummy. So making sure to get seven to nine hours of quality rest each night and not getting enough sleep can be a major contributor to low energy and fatigue. My current routine, which yes, I understand is very much going to change around June, July. Um, I finish teaching at the studio at 8.30 p.m. and I go straight home for a shower. My nighttime routine and bed by 9.30 p.m. And this gives me eight and a half hours because I wake up at 6 a.m. And I've been doing that solidly for a very long time now. Yes, I don't dilly daddle after work. I'm just straight home into bed. And my top sleep recommendations include avoiding screens, first and foremost, especially blue light. I don't watch TV um, or really scroll Instagram before I go to bed. Um, I really limit my caffeine intake late in the day. I'm down to one coffee per day. I've been doing that solidly for about a year now. And I set a rule that it has to be done before 11 a.m. And... Then I also just make sure that I create a really calming bedtime routine. 
So my current bedtime routine includes self-massage with, I actually use the Mugu Magnesium Moisturizer. I absolutely love it. I use it all over my legs um, and sort of into my glutes and especially my calves. Um, Really, it just feels really nice. And it's just nice to give yourself a little massage before you go to bed. Um, I also do a few minutes of, and this is so random, very solid teeth cleaning. Water flossing, um, if you haven't heard of it before, is my new favorite thing. I have this water flosser um, since getting Invisalign and having my teeth straightened. I find that the, the um, what do you call it, wire behind my teeth um, is quite difficult to maintain. And this water flosser is amazing. You sort of just like shoot water into your mouth and it just, oh, your m- mouth just feels so clean afterwards. <laughs> And then, anyway, I know that's super random, but I actually really enjoy spending a solid five, 10 minutes cleaning my teeth at night. It sort of winds me down. And then I'll read a few pages of a current book or some recommended reading for the diploma um, in dance that I'm currently studying. I know that sounds really heavy to sort of read some recommended reading for my diploma, but because my diploma is in dance, Um, and specifically classical ballet, I find it quite enjoyable. And it's nice to know that when I go to sleep, those words will be processed during the night um, and that information. So um, I don't mind it at all. It's quite relaxing. I also recommend, um, which is part of my nighttime routine, dabbing a touch of lavender essential oils on the inside of your wrist or nape of your neck. Um, lavender I find is instantly relaxing lavender is not for everybody so I mean if you find an essential oil um, that you enjoy that's not lavender it's just a really nice that smell instantly goes oh it's bedtime it's really nice Um, and then if all else fails white noise pink noise brown noise um, whatever floats your boat um, is very effective I am at the moment surrounded by family and friends that all have babies. We're back to talking about babies. And it's all about the white noise. We went away on a family trip and at one point one of the white noise machines wasn't working or there was another time they forgot to turn the white noise on whilst the baby was going to sleep. It's my little nieces. And... um, it was so funny. Like, I felt like our, our world revolved around white noise. And you just hear that in the background, that sound. Anyway, so I've been experimenting with white noise, maybe in preparation for my um, child coming along. But um, it's very, very popular. I know that my mum has been experimenting with using white noise to go to sleep. Um, I remember when I was a child too, she used to play for us um, some sort of like rainforest music um, on a CD back then and it was quite relaxing. So if you find it difficult to fall asleep in silence, you know, white noise is really popular right now, but you could also go back to some good old fashioned rainforest music or some beach waves I know my sister enjoys listening to beach waves but that's probably because she's in the UK and she doesn't get to the beach very often (laughs) but um yeah so you could give that a go so there's just a few things that you can sort of incorporate and all super realistic and most of them are basically almost free yeah um okay number two eat nutritious meals that are high in protein, healthy fats, and complex carbohydrates. So skipping meals can really lead to feeling tired and sluggish. So you have to make sure that you're eating throughout the day and fueling your body with the right foods. 
I used to be a really bad meal skipper. And that's because, you know, I had some issues with, you know, body image and I sort of was trying intermittent fasting and different bits and pieces. And, and yes, I would lose quite a bit of weight sometimes doing these things, but I was never happy and I never felt energized. And I mean, one thing which I've learned over probably the past two, three years with a solid, you know, no skipping meals rule, no matter what I've eaten the day before, um, I just feel so much better. My skin is better. My uh, energy levels are higher. It's just fueling your body. And this is something I try and express to my students, especially our teens and tweens, that it's just so important. Um, And it is really important to have the right foods. You know, having a snack of some, like, you know, potato crisps um, before you go into class is not necessarily... Um, I mean, potato crisps are fun. Don't get me wrong. I love potato chips. Have a banana, yeah, or um, some trail mix, something of some substance that's really going to keep you fueled for that class and not watch you crash and burn. Um, So what I thought I'd do is I'd just sort of share my morning routine because it really has become quite so soothing for me. I love to start the day with a nutritious smoothie that contains psyllium husks for digestion, flaxseed oil for skin hydration, and protein powder to get me going on my morning walk. So I find that that is my really solid uh, mix that covers all my bases for me. So I'll just say that again in case you wanted to write it down. Psyllium husk for digestion, flaxseed oil for skin hydration, and protein powder to get me going. So I simply mix these ingredients with like a banana or um, some frozen mango and blueberries, and then I just add my choice of milk. At the moment, I sort of flip between almond or soy. Um, For breakfast, I then have a really solid routine of two options at the moment. The first option is overnight oats with lots of fresh fruit, and I do like a drizzle of maple syrup. Um, I do have a sweet tooth. And then I sort of add some crunchy muesli sprinkled on top. And then I usually make my coffee to go. My second option is toast. (laughs) And I'll talk about all the pregnancy cravings in another special episode. But I've been craving all the carbs lately. So what I've been doing is um, with my toast option, when I wake up, if I feel like, nah, I just really need some toast, I either have avocado or almond butter. Sometimes I even do one piece with avocado and one piece with almond butter. And if I'm feeling very adventurous, my piece with almond butter, I also spread some jam on top. It is like a main meal and a dessert. It is so good. So like the Evo is like, oh, there's the main course. And then you have your almond with jam and it's like dessert. It's amazing. Anyway, I used to eat lunch at my desk, but lately I've found myself sitting in the kitchen, which is really nice at BBHQ now that we've got a kitchen so I can sort of separate myself before I never really had anywhere at work that I could sit. So I would just sit at my desk. But it's really nice to move from my desk or the studio to the kitchen and just focus on the meal in front of me. And this act of presence is not only a beautiful moment of self-care, but also really ensures that I'm eating intuitively and really listening to my body. Preparing your meals and ensuring your fridge is stocked on Sunday for the week ahead 
in my opinion, is self-care. And I find it so therapeutic, reorganizing my fridge on Sunday um, in preparation for the week ahead. I take way too much pleasure than I care to admit in reorganizing my fridge on a Sunday. It's crazy. Um, Taking the time really to organize delicious and healthy foods, it just gives you more energy in the long run. It makes you feel really productive and it just ensures that you have one less thing to worry about during the week. If you do my 12-week adult ballet course, we talk a lot about eating the rainbow and there's a whole nutrition component in there, um, which is vetted by Dr. Andrea Robertson. And really, it's so simple. It's the basics. It's, you know, not overly complicated. And I love when my students say, it's you know one of the favorite parts of their course even though the course is predominantly about ballet they love the simplicity of um, my food philosophy so yes so super important now number three take regular breaks during the day so i want you to give yourself a few minutes every hour or two to get up move around and take in some fresh air This will help keep your energy levels up and your mind focused. So as humans, we can really only focus for quite short periods of time and that's increasingly getting worse with uh, just the instant gratification culture that we live in. But if you get up every hour or two and even if it's to make a coffee or just, you know, get some fresh air or just stretch your legs, um, you'll come back and be much more focused. So this can mean taking, you know, like I said, five minutes to sit outside with a cup of tea or going for a 10 minute walk around the block or even better, going for a walk to grab a coffee, (laughs) whatever works for you. I'm, look, I'll admit, I'm so fortunate to have a job where I'm forced to get up from my desk and move my body because after working solidly from 8.30 till 10 a.m., I'm then forced to get up and take the 10.30 a.m. morning adult classes. And then after some lunch, I then sit at my desk from 12.30 till about 3.30. And then I'm back up again for the afternoon classes. So I have forced regular breaks during the day. And I mean, even though I'm technically working when I'm teaching, the break is the break from sitting at my computer screen and being able to move my body. So I will be the first to admit, I actually don't know how I'd go without regular forced breaks. Knowing me, I'd probably just solidly work straight through the day. So I can understand how it could be difficult to break up your day with mental health moments. But, you know, I do know that if I'm feeling stressed or stuck on a problem, I just feel so much better after teaching and moving my body. It's funny, I do have um, one of my 12-week adult ballet course clients who said to me that, They actually liked doing the course content in the middle of the day because it broke up their work day. So this particular student worked from home and what she did was she would have, um, she would finish her sort of morning shift, I guess, of working um, at the computer and at her desk at about 11.30. She'd do the ballet class, which was about 45 minutes. And she said it was just like, she had it all set up, ready to go right next to her desk and she'd do the class and then she'd have lunch and then she'd sit back down at her desk and do the afternoon shift of work. And she said it just worked so well. Um, Just taking a break, she felt really refreshed and it just broke up her day. So I highly recommend, I'm gonna challenge you to sort of schedule in some little breaks throughout the day. But you know, I mean, that's sort of an extreme example of doing like a whole ballet class in the middle of the day, but you can do a really simple one, literally walk to the mailbox, yeah? 
Okay. Number four, incorporate some form of self-care into your day whilst honoring the season that you're in. Now, I touched on this earlier. Okay. We're all in different seasons of life and I'm certainly about to step into a completely different season soon, but it's important to carve out moments that might not be every day, but every week where you can check in with yourself, your thoughts and your feelings. And so I wanted to put this in as number four, that your self-care routine doesn't necessarily have to be something every day, because that can sometimes feel really overwhelming. So I want you to think about your whole week. So for example, I would love to journal every day, but it's simply just not realistic. So this year what I did was I've committed to journaling every Sunday evening during my bath, which is a fabulous example actually of habit pairing. So I'm pairing my journaling with my bath. I'd also love to have a bath every night, but I, I like I said to you, I get home and I'm whew, in bed, so I don't have time for that. So I pair them together which is, you know, another act of self-care that I've committed to. So on a Sunday, I know that after having dinner, I sort of, this is my routine, I do the ironing whilst watching my favourite TV show. I know, so domestic, so adult. Um, Then I run a bath, I light a candle and have a beautiful journal session in the bath. And it's not long, maybe 30 minutes, 40 minutes tops. I usually don't last an hour in the bath. And then I just hop into bed feeling really good and smelling lovely and I've done my brain dump and it just feels really luxurious to just spend you know even if it was 20 minutes um, just having a moment quiet moment to myself before a new week begins Um, I think sometimes with self-care we're told that that has to be your routine every night um, and that's just not possible so once a week is working really well for me Um, It's just so important to practice self-compassion and recognize that you're only human and it's important to recognize when you're feeling overwhelmed and give yourself permission to take some time for self-care. And I find that when you do something like a journal practice and just take a moment to honor the season that you're in, you know, you can see what you need to focus on for the week ahead. So, you know, ask yourself, what season of life am I in right now? Am I in the just trying to stay alive season? Am I in the self-development season? Or am I in a busy but manageable season? You could be in a healing season. No matter what season of life you're in, it's important to line up your self-care practices with reality so you don't feel worse about something else. You know, like falling short on all the self-care that you had planned, yeah? Don't overload yourself with a massive self-care week, yeah? little things um but yeah so number five is by this is so simple I thought we should finish on a really light note buy a beautiful drink bottle (laughs) it's worth the money because a beautiful water bottle is actually going to encourage and inspire you to drink water and stay hydrated Make sure you're drinking plenty of water throughout the day because dehydration is one of the major causes of fatigue and low energy. It is such a simple point, you know, buy a drink bottle, encourage yourself to drink more water. We know about this, like we 
<laughs> we get told this all the time, but I feel like it's a reminder that we also need all the time. So the kids at the studio, it's so funny. They're obsessed with Frank Green drink bottles. Um, and when I said to them that I was going to buy a new drink bottle and I bought, I came back with like a black, which is no surprises to any, no surprise to anybody. I came back with a black one and it's a Yeti uh, drink bottle, which is basically the brand that the kids told me is what, you know, middle-aged men that go fishing by. Um, it was so funny, but I am obsessed and I'm very attached to my Yeti drink bottle and especially the little sippy straw that makes me feel like a 12-year-old, but I do love it. So um, that certainly makes me drink a lot more water and I fill it up um, a couple of times a day. So that is my very simple final point. See? Nice and simple. Buy yourself a Valentine's Day present, yeah? A nice new drink bottle. <laughs> so by following, you know, a realistic self-care routine, which is what today has been all about, you can keep your energy levels up and stay focused throughout the day because self-care doesn't have to be expensive or time-consuming. It just takes a few simple steps every day to make sure that you're taking care of yourself and combating low energy. Making self-care a priority is, in my opinion, it's just so essential for living a balanced, we love balance around here, healthy life. So I want you to take the time to implement this realistic self-care routine into your day and really just reap the rewards. By making self-care a priority, you really can stay energized and ready to take on, in my opinion, just whatever life throws your way. And it's time to take control of your energy levels and self-care is the key to making that happen you know I find that sometimes when my clients are talking to me they say oh I just don't have the energy I'm so low on energy blah 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 and then I asked them what they did on their weekend and it was just jam-packed you know Sundays are for rest traditionally for a very good reason and every now and then yes you know you've got a 30th birthday to go to or a 50th birthday or um, it's my Nana's 80th actually, just on that note this year. <laughs> so that's a big one. But you want the majority of your Sundays to be really just chill and calming. Anyway, um, something I was going to mention before I finish this episode is if you haven't already signed up for the free five-day Balance Ballerinas Challenge at balanceballerinas.com slash challenge. I'll pop a link in the show notes. It's always there. My famous peace and plies checklist is actually the perfect place to start with realistic acts of self-care and really start developing healthy habits. So that's the peace and plies checklist, which you get in the free five-day BB challenge, but you um, get a more comprehensive version in my 12-week course. And really, it's just full of some self-care practices that are simple mostly free and very effective so if you need a little bit of a jump start um, I highly recommend having a look there but happy valentine's day and please carve out some time to cherish yourself the way you would your loved ones that's the message today and um, I'll see you all very soon happy valentine's day (laughs) 